Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Oh, well, hello there. How are you today? Sean bringing you episode 35. Now, I must apologize, there was no podcast last week, and that's actually what we're going to be talking about in this episode. You see, I had planned to bring you guys just a kind of a a fun, lighthearted episode all about uh, irrational fears. That was the plan. And like my grandfather used to say, make plans, but don't plan the outcome. And basically that means you can't account for all variables, and you never know what's going to happen. So before we get into this episode here, let's uh, do a future shout-out. I've just received word that Danny Johnson in 2052 discovered the podcast and apparently it changed his life. He left a five-star review in the iTunes store, told several people about the podcast, and they're all listening to it too. So, Danny, thank you for that. That's wonderful. It's always great to get the word out about the podcast and help as many people as I can. Okay, so, uh, original plan was, last week I was going to get a bunch of voice clips from friends and co-workers and random people that I could dig up and ask them about their irrational fears. Things that they're afraid of that shouldn't really bother them in any way or make them afraid or whatever. Just their version of irrational fears. I'm still planning on doing that. I haven't gotten any voice clips from anybody. I've been too busy. If anybody out there in podcast land would like to send an audio clip, including their irrational fears in it, you you can do like a 30-second, minute-and-a-half clip, whatever you want. Send it to soulforgepodcast at gmail.com, and I can play it on the episode. That would be wonderful. Okay, so what's been going on in my life here that uh, has prevented me from podcasting? Like, there was no podcast last week. Luckily, you got the uh, bonus episode with uh, the interview with Larry Nemechek. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. So, you haven't gone unpodcasted, but last Thursday, there was nothing. I was out of town. I had to travel to Sault Ste. Marie. But what's been happening? What's been going on? Well, I've, uh, I've been trying to sell my house, and that actually finally went through. I listed it at the beginning of November, and absolutely nothing happened for two months. So then a friend of mine said she needed a place to live because she broke up with her boyfriend, and she came to take a look at my house and said it would be perfect for what she needed for her and her kids. So we uh, arranged something, and I told her that uh, it's still on the market, so not 100% guaranteed that I can rent it to her, but uh, it's a good possibility. And that very same day, a couple hours later, I got a call from my realtor saying that we had an offer on the house. And of course, that is the entire story of my life. Nothing happens forever, and then all at once, everything happens. So we went back and forth on the negotiations and finally settled on a price that I don't think either one of us were really happy with, but it was somewhere meeting in the middle. And then they did the home inspection. Turns out there was asbestos in the insulation in the attic. Now, when I had my home inspection, 
they did tell me I had vermiculite in the insulation and it could be asbestos filled, but I didn't opt for the testing because I didn't want to pay any more money because I'd already spent, I think, $400 on a home inspection for another house. And then on this house, it was only half price. So I still spent $600 in home inspections and whatnot. So by that point, I didn't have much money left. So I couldn't afford uh, a test, but I didn't care. The home inspector said, uh, don't go in the attic just in case it's asbestos and everything will be fine. Because if you don't disturb it, nothing's wrong. But anyway, this house does have asbestos and they decided to take it anyway. And the house closes on the 15th, just uh, a week away. And then I'm done with it and that's great. Uh, But that's not all that's been happening. Three weeks ago, my girlfriend's father passed away from cancer. So that's been uh, an emotional turmoil on everybody involved here. And then a week later, two weeks ago now, my mom's brother, my uncle Rick, died in a house fire. Actually, an apartment fire. Uh, We're not sure exactly what happened. Maybe he had a diabetic coma. We're not sure. (sighs) It, it It was pretty bad. He lived on the second floor of a 45-unit, three-floor apartment building, and he was a hoarder, it turned out. I didn't realize this. Uh, My mom and I and my brother Curtis lived with my Uncle Rick when I was six or seven years old. We stayed with him, and and we, we were close up through my teenage years, and then I moved away to North Bay and now here in Timmins. So we, we didn't talk as much as we could have, and uh, actually I haven't talked to him for a few years because, well, he moved to an apartment and uh, I lost track of him. Anyway, the uh, long story short is that uh, he was living on his couch in the living room and his hot plate caught on fire and made a mess of the house and he died in the fire and uh, it was uh, it was bad. So my brother Curtis was uh, feeling all the coroner inquests and the police and the lawyers and the funeral home and whatever last week and he said, Sean, I need you to come here and help me. I can't do it all alone. He had taken the week off to do it all, so I uh, I told my boss and my people I, I need to take the rest of this week off and go help my brother, so I did. And we cleared out the apartment of anything that was worth taking. And when I say he was a hoarder, uh, the three main things that he hoarded were tools, trains, and toys. He must have spent every single dollar on tools. Like, he lived in an apartment building. He didn't have a garage. I don't know how many miter saws he had and chainsaws still in the box. Wrench sets, socket and ratchet sets, screwdrivers, drills, hammers, drills and uh, um, eliminator power supply boxes, portable power generators, you you name it. And if it's a tool, he definitely had it. And then he had toy trains. I, I remember the toy trains from when uh, when I was a kid. And he must have had 70 or 80 toy train sets, and then uh, radio-controlled vehicles. I I remember that he liked those back in the day, too. Must have been 50 toy radio-controlled cars still in the box, plus another 50 or 60 out of the box that he was working on in various stages. 350 flashlights. So many batteries, you got to stock the store. And anyway, uh, the fire was contained to the living room, and uh, so the whole house was filled with soot and, and the bad smell from the fire, but uh, me and my brothers took out as much of the stuff as we could, brought it to my dad's house and stored it there. Yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. It was three days worth of work. It uh, We left stuff because we just couldn't take it anymore, and it was emotionally draining and exhausting. So we did that. So that was, um, that was last week, but two Thursdays ago was when he passed, and then uh, three days later, on this past Monday, so what was that? That was... 
yeah, week and a half ago now. My brother is in the funeral home making arrangements for Uncle Rick and he gets a call and it turns out our great uncle, Remo, has died from cancer. So that, those people were the last two relatives that we had on my mom's side of the family. Now that entire side is gone, uh, there are some distant relations far, far down the uh, the line, but that was that was the main family on my mom's side, so they're all gone. And so after he found out that, he called me and he said, now you have to come to town and help me out. So we did, and uh, yeah, not a lot of fun, obviously. And that is essentially why there was no podcast last week. Three uh, deaths in quick succession, too busy, traveling, uh, I, I did actually do a uh, crossover podcast with uh, my brother Robin on the uh, last Friday night, so six days ago, as you're listening to this or when this comes out. He does what's called the Space Jam podcast with his buddy, and they talk about sports and pop culture and just stuff like that. And uh, I do the Rusted Robot about uh, pop culture and geek stuff. So we did a crossover episode. I just sat in his basement and talked with him and his buddy and that so that came out because he edited the thing and I uh, put it on my feed and he put one on his feed so kind of a similar episode so that was fun to do Uh, pretty emotionally draining and I'm back to work this week and not really feeling it I'm tired yeah I don't don't really know what else to say about it just more loss to add to the pile and and what a way to go in a fire the last four or five visits to the Sioux I'd meant to track him down but I, I never did get around to it because the visits that I have to the Sioux are so quick. Usually it's like a, a long weekend or whatever, and it's only two or three times a year. So by the time uh, the visiting with the main people are done, uh, there's no time to drive around town and try to find them. I, I knew the general vicinity, but I didn't know exactly where. So that that's kind of sad because uh, when I think about it, he he basically died in his sleep, and who knows what he was thinking, what his life plans were. Um, nobody had really talk to him for a while because he he moved to this apartment and we, we lost track of him and he didn't try to keep in contact either so it's just sad more sadness that uh, we didn't need but I guess that happens this is this is what's going on and and the winter is not ending we just had groundhog day and I think we're gonna have winter for another six years or something it's not fun I guess that's how these things pan out sometimes I don't know what we're going to do next. Um, just live our lives as best as we can and cope with it. I'm, I'm helping my girlfriend uh, with her day-to-day living. And uh, her, her daughter, Rebecca, is, I wouldn't say failing at school, but uh, more distracted at school the last couple months since she found out about her grandfather. So it affects people in different ways. And I'll, I'll tell you what it's done to me. It's, it's really uh, lit a fire under me. Uh, to not be a hoarder. Now, as you guys know, I, I've been a huge collector of uh, action figures and comic books and Hallmark uh, Christmas ornaments and all kinds of things, books, movies, for for years, pretty much my entire life. And seeing the way that my uncle lived has... Uh, well, I, I was into the minimalism thing as a, of a year ago. I, read, I watched the documentary and I've been thinking about it, but now I've really decided I need to downsize my stuff. I don't want to suddenly uh, die and then leave all my crap to whoever and have them not know what to do with it. So uh, I've pretty much stopped collecting everything over the last 
eight or ten months. And uh, now what I've done is there's an expo, uh, a Comic-Con kind of thing, here in Timmins in April. So what I've done is I've uh, ordered a booth so that I can sell some of my collectibles at the expo. This way I can get rid of uh, a bunch of stuff and uh, make some money and maybe uh, go on a fancy trip or something. I've never been on a fancy trip. I'd like, I'd like to go on a cruise or go to Greece or Egypt or whatever. Even, even traveling down to Florida would be fantastic. I've never been there either. Just I've been on road trips but you can't go too far for those. Like I went to Cedar Point this last summer with the brothers, uh, but that's about the farthest I've ever been away. So I need to go on a fancy trip, and if I can sell my toys and save up the money for that, that might be something that I do. I'd like to travel and go to visit some friends in the UK. I've got some podcast buddies, and I'd like to meet them in real life instead of just talking to them online or on Skype or whatever. Hello, I'm Daniel Peter Hitch, author of the Bubbles the Pirate children's book series and the Connected Worlds Chronicles. You're listening to the Soul Forge podcast. Keep forging your soul. So that would be cool. And um, yeah, so we'll just see what happens. I have to go through my totes, see what I'm going to get rid of, sell them all at the expo. And whatever I don't sell, I'm probably going to either eBay or uh, bring to the vintage toy store in Sault Ste. Marie and unload a bunch there. I'm not really sure yet. I'm going to keep some of the stuff, but I don't really need 30 totes of crap. Maybe five totes, and then uh, when I find a permanent house to live in, I'd like a collectibles room or a podcast office where I can put the collectibles up and not have any totes of stuff. Because I've been carrying these totes around for like 25 years, and that's enough now. I'm done. Uh, I'll keep some statues. I'll keep some ornaments and some things like that, nostalgic-wise. But uh, I'd say 90% of the stuff has got to go. So if there's anything positive from the fire, it's seen the way certain people live, and I don't want to be like that. So that's what I know. Yeah, so that's about it. I don't know what next week's podcast is going to be. Maybe it'll be the Irrational Fears one if I do get a chance to take voice clips from people. But I've got a lot of stuff to do this week. I've got to finish clearing up my house. I've got to do all the calls to change all the addresses and stuff, and just that kind of stuff. I'm not even sure exactly what I have to do yet. I've called for the utilities and got those switched over and turned off as of the 15th, but there's my health card and my driver's license and my insurance and my banking and all kinds of fun stuff. That's great times just doing all this moving stuff. I wish I had a secretary or something, but I don't. And anyway, that's all I know. Uh, I just finished podcasting with uh, James and Lou from the Battlebridge podcast. We talked about the Star Trek The Next Generation episode, I Borg. That was a fun conversation. It got into a lot of tangents and stuff. That should be out in the next few weeks if you look up the Battlebridge podcast and want to listen to it. That's all I know for this week. We'll talk to you next week with some kind of random adventure, hopefully a more positive episode, but we'll see. Uh, Anyway, I want you guys all to take care. Remember, you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and join the group and leave a nice review in iTunes for me if you would. Uh, Also, check out the Rusted Robot podcast. Tell all your friends about the links. Tell all your friends about the podcasts. Uh, If you're following any of these podcast groups on Facebook, share the links with your friends. It's always appreciated. Trying to get the word out. It's very important. And anyway, thanks for coming by, thanks for downloading, and remember, be a fountain, not a drain.
This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Contact the show by emailing soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting soulforgepod on Twitter. Visit us at soulforgepodcast.com and remember the best way to show your support is by leaving a five-star review in the iTunes store. And if you would, please check us out and like us on Facebook. The Soul Forge Podcast was written, produced, scored, edited, engineered, and directed by Sean Vanderloo. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. For more great content, you can listen to my other podcast, The Rusted Robot. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I could do this all day. This has been a Valley of Vanderloo podcast production, all rights reserved. This transmission ends now. <laughs>